This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Free Kicks is up next, but first listen to this other fine OPI show. On this week's Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. Rick, we talked to perhaps one of the quintessentially fantastic rock photographers, Mick Rock. He is taking pictures of Lou Reed, David Bowie, Yes, and many more. Listen to Minutia Men Celebrity Interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is the Tony Lasano Podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Welcome again to uh, Free Kicks. Uh, right before we went on the air today, uh, I was talking to Adam about uh, my, my favorite show, The Crown. And uh, so I'm I'm in the uh, I'm I'm in the uh, anglicized mindset right now to carry on this show. Are you there? I am. Of course. <laughs> like, Absolutely. How do I respond to that? I have no no way <laughs> you... to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm excited for you. That's but good. The, the first thing we have to do is uh, you know we have to find out what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Uh, so anyway, we had a week off. Well, the timing's a little off. Yeah, um, exactly. We had uh, a a brand new top of the table uh, right now. Uh, Tottenham with your old man there, J- Jose Mourinho, is at the top of the table after beating Man City pretty convincingly to zip. Yeah. If if this year couldn't get any more weirder, <laughs> you now have Tottenham Hotspur on top of the table of the Premier League. That doesn't happen often. It doesn't. It doesn't. I mean, they've they've certainly in the you know in the Pochettino era, they were doing very well. Obviously, got to the Champions League couple couple years ago and did real well. There was but, one uh, year they they barely didn't win it by like a point yeah, or something, right? Sure, they've been they've been right there knocking it about, but uh, but but I think right now they're they're pretty legit. Yeah. Um, Jose's got them playing in his in his defensive style and uh great result they had a really nice result on the weekend yeah they're not a lot of fun to watch um but uh, they are playing great counter-attack soccer and there was one goal that they scored that was just amazing uh they got the ball in their own box made one pass i think to harry kane and harry kane hit it you know all the way into the other box sun scored amazing Mm -hmm. like boom 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 you cannot sleep against these guys. Yeah, no, you're right. I think this is the this is the major change because this this idea of of Harry Kane dropping deeper to receive the ball, and he's now I think the leading assist man in yeah. the league. I think he's got nine or ten assists, um, and I, I think it's great because it's just added another another part to his game that he probably people didn't probably weren't aware of. So he's he's able to create things, and and obviously you've got Son, uh, who's able to score goals pretty much when he needs to, when he gets open, and uh, he's at one on one with the goalkeeper. It's pretty much automatic. Yeah, he's a great finisher. I mean, that, a lot of people don't realize if you've never been in that position, it's not that easy, even if it's one on one against the goalkeeper to put it in. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I take it from me. 
<laughs> I've seen I've seen you finish many goals. Exactly. Yes. So let's talk about Man City, who they were playing against, because they're obviously getting frustrated. They're they're used to being this uh, offensive juggernaut. They almost never get shut out, and yeah. here they are being shut out by by Tottenham, and. It really was like a parking the bus situation. I I know that uh I know that you say that it's, you know, counterattack which which it is, but uh it's hard for even a, a talented team like Man City yeah. to you know, dink 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 through that yeah. sea of yeah. manhood there. Well, I think I mean I think the commentators and I think we did a really nice job of of kind of talking about what Tottenham was doing to frustrate Man City. In the fact that they, their two defensive centre midfielders basically pulled all the way back to create basically a back six. Right. And so, what made it difficult for Manchester City is normally they're able to do these little one twos and combinations in and around the box, but with six players there, there's no space, there's no room, and so they really couldn't get behind. They couldn't get in, find any openings to create anything, and it made it really difficult. So. Lots of credit to Tottenham for, for you know, really kind of stopping Man City. Um, but Man City also now has to come up with some some ideas to maybe counter that because now what's going to happen? Everybody's going to do it. Everybody's going to do it. <laughs> oh, Jose did it. We're going to try and do that against Manchester City. So, and again, they're you know they're in a bit of a a, a love for Jose when he talks about Man City and Man United. They're in a false position because they still do have a game in hand. True. I mean, Manchester, you know, Manchester City are what are in the eleventh spot. But if they win it, they'll be up to you know be in the top six. So, you know, it, it kind of you can kind of look at it from that standpoint. But um, you know, Manchester City still they're going to be right there, off to a slow start. They did the big news was obviously Pep signing a new contract for two more years. Right, so that, that is was huge. A, that was that was a big one. So maybe. Uh, Maybe that messy signing could happen down the road. We'll find out. Well, he will be available in the uh, the January window, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I've heard he, he's one of their top targets. I've heard Jack Grealish is one of their top targets as well. Really? Uh, depending on what happens yet yeah, with Aston Villa. Um, but, you know, these are all, this is the rumor mill that we all like to see. So, But you, you add a Grealish and a, and a, a Messi into your lineup. Yeah. That might be pretty good. Yeah, right back on top again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as we speak right now, Liverpool is still right there. They're they're actually tied in points with Tottenham. Uh, the goal differential, thanks to that Aston Villa game, they're not yeah. there. But they had another one. Uh, they've now gone 64 straight games without a home loss. That's an unbelievable streak. Really is. I mean, and fantastic credit to them in terms of the fact that they were missing so many players. I mean, I know we talked, you, you sent a list of all the players that yeah. were out. It's just amazing how many players they had injured. And then they bring in basically a new group of players and nothing changes. If anything, they were, they were kicking back in lounge chairs, beating Leicester to be fair. I mean, it was, it was an easy victory for them. I mean, that is solo as COVID. Um, right. Van Dyke is hurt. Alexander Arnold is hurt. Henderson is yep. hurt. Keita is hurt. Uh, they were playing with a back four of Milner, Matip, Fabinho, and Robertson. Yeah. Which, you know, only one of those guys is a starter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's right. And they shut them out. Yeah. 
and looked very comfortable doing it. Yes. I mean, there's no question. And I, and I think it goes back to what, you know, what Jurgen Klopp has done. It's the, it's the culture. We talk a lot about that in our coaching courses, the creation of a culture and these team ideas and any player that comes in, they know that they're part of something special. And that's, that's the, that's really the exciting thing about what Liverpool are doing. And, it helps when they've signed a player who's now considerably better than what he was when he was even at Wolves in Diego Jota. Yes. He's scoring goals all the time and looks like a really, really good player. He looks like he was made to be on this team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some players just fit in with the culture right away. And, you know, his style of play is the same as Liverpool's style of play. And Mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't so much that way with Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He's that he's that type of a player that, you know, when one of those front three, and don't get me wrong, like that front three is going to be a starting group all day long. But um, if one of those is not playing well or injured, he can slot right in. And maybe arguably you could say he might be able to start some of the, some more games than, than not. So yeah, really good, really good addition. Uh, and I don't think many, many people are really after him either. So that, that's something that uh, obviously Jurgen saw something in him that maybe other teams didn't. Yep, he definitely has a good eye for talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about your your team, Chelsea, because uh, they had a another big win this past weekend. Yeah, um, and they are in the top four. Um, and slowly but surely, the players are coming back. Uh, Havertz uh, had has finally had tested negative. He he was also on the COVID list. Yes, um, yes. Pulisic is almost back. He might be back this weekend, you think, or one more week? Yeah, I, they leave. They've already left. They've got games this week before this goes on air. They're playing in the Champions League. He's he stayed back again. Right. Uh, so there's, it's 50-50 if he's going to be able to play on the weekend uh, against Spurs, but we'll see. I know um, he's in training because they showed yeah. uh, clips of him in training. So at least That's he's right. almost back. Yeah, he's getting closer. He's getting closer, which is good. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, very comfortable win for them. Um, certainly, Newcastle probably got a lot more grief of, in terms of how negative they were in yeah. terms of how they set up. It was really, uh, I think, Alan Shearer, obviously the biggest Newcastle player and fan of all time, uh, was really uh, upset about how they were set up. And hopefully, this is just a one-off for them. But it was just a matter of time when, because Chelsea were just spraying balls in, getting in and around them all the time, and yeah, that the first goal was an own goal, but they could have scored probably a few more before that, and uh, looked comfortable. You know, they're starting to kind of get into the the swing of things. The the new players are starting to gel. Obviously, they figured out the goalkeeping situation defensively. They're a lot better. Yes, very and they're much. Looking, so. looking really good. Yeah, looking really good. I mean, new goalkeepers come in and. Seven, I think seven out of nine games with clean sheets. So you yeah. can't ask for much more than that. So that's great. So let's talk about uh, the offense uh, because there's a lot of options there in the midfield and yeah. in the uh, the forwards. What are your thoughts about uh, going forward? What Frank is going is he? You think he's going to settle on a, a top three? Because I think uh, Werner, Ziyech, and uh, Abraham have been playing pretty well together, but you still got so many more options on the bench yeah you're you're absolutely right i mean and obviously you've got pulisic that's that coming back so the amount of options that they have it, it's really amazing yeah, and in terms of what too. They can do. Yeah, and exactly. yeah yeah so 
it, it's it's he's in a very good situation in the fact that he's got the the talent he can bring in. So there's not going to be much of a drop off. It's going to be who's hot right now. I think he's obviously got to go with the three players he's going with now, and uh, and they're doing very well. I yeah. think what was what was nice was even though Werner didn't score, and and probably had good chances to score as well. Um, he was able. You could see what he brings to that team. I think his speed when he blew by those two Newcastle players in in the sequence to set up Tammy Abraham's goal. He he adds so much more than just even scoring goals. Yeah, and, and so, he has uh, been a little tentative. Uh, it, you know, uh, to me, he's looked. You know, he hasn't had the same confidence that he had in the Bundesliga. Yeah, yeah, and still getting still getting used to it. There's no right. question. I think all those players are going to be there, but uh, you know the. The quality that Chelsea has in the offensive positions—it's it, just—it's far and above like a, a you know a Newcastle or some of these lower-level teams, and so they're just—it's just a matter of time before everything clicks, and it's starting to get there. They're now they were top of the league there for a little bit. Yeah, they're right uh, there like challenging. Eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that's all right. But they, yeah, they they're getting there. They're going to be there. For, uh, for the season, I think it's going to be really boiling into a really good race with all the teams that are in and around there. Like you said, with, with Man City and Man United with games in hand, that's just going to make it even stronger. It's going to be a you fun know, thing to watch. You know, the guy that doesn't seem to be part of the mix there is Giroud. Yeah. And yeah. I know he wants out, and the question is, are they going to let him go? Because the French national team coach mm-hmm. said this week that he will not play him in the European Championship if... Yeah if Giroud is not playing regularly. Yeah, it's, it's this is an interesting one. I, I've kind of, I've been reading a little bit about, I, I'm hearing different things. I'm hearing Lampard wants to keep him. I mean, he still puts him on, or to be fair, he's only playing the last 10 minutes or so, right. coming in for Tammy, sometimes for Tammy, sometimes for Wormer. De- depends on the situation. Um, but yeah, I just don't know what's going to happen. I mean, for him, for him to be really playing and a lot uh, he's going to have to go. He's going to have to move on. I can't see him jumping ahead of some of those guys at this point, and uh, at, which at is a age, shame. He's 34 years old. At that age, do you really want him playing regularly? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, last year, he was the perfect person to have because there wasn't as many options, obviously. Right. And he did great. I mean, there's yeah. no question. He He pushed Chelsea to that top four position. So I think Frank, there's a bit of loyalty there. I would, I would hope, but then again, he's also got to go with the young bucks as well, who are who are tearing it up for him. So it, it's a tough one. So I think it's really going to be ultimately Giroud's decision. I don't think Frank's good. Frank's going to let him go. If Giroud wants to go, I think he's going to have to make that decision for himself. Uh, well, these are good problems to have. You know, yeah. if you have that much talent that you can't get everybody on the field, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's talk about the other big team, which is Arsenal. Mm. Um, and they stunk it up uh, with another 0-0 draw uh, against um, – uh, who, who are they playing again? Uh, oh, I just had a brain they, they, Yeah, they just played yesterday. Leeds. They played Leeds. Leeds. Yes, they, drew, right. they yes. drew nil-nil against Leeds. And after the game – uh, and first of all, the game itself, yeah, it was the best. It was so boring, and I don't, I don't understand why Arsenal, with all the talent that they have, 
aren't more interesting. <laughs> Do you know why? Well, they back in the day, they've always kind of had a little bit of a reputation. They were called the boring, boring Arsenal because they would win their games 1-0 and it was always close. And I don't know if it's just stuck with them and it just hasn't gone away. But I find it interesting that they're still boring, boring Arsenal. For, for a minute there, they were good. Um, and they looked exciting, especially when Arteta came in and things were all great at the beginning. But now it just seems like there's some, some bigger issues within, yeah. with, you know, within the team, what's going on. Um, I think there's some frustration with the players, uh, potentially. Uh, I think some of those players are maybe a little bit upset about what's happening. Um, and obviously that, that kind of boiled over with, with the sending off in the game against Leeds as well, with yeah. Pepe, with the headbutt. But yeah, they just they just don't seem to be firing on all cylinders. Something's going on. Um, Aubameyang is kind of a little off. All the players just aren't, aren't doing it. And right. they're, they're struggling to score goals, and that's a, that's a big issue. Yeah, but it sure is. Uh, and you mentioned mm-hmm. Pepe after the game. Um, he was deluged on social media with just the most horrific racist uh, oh, geez, that's posts, um, which, you know, it, that's a problem around the world. Yeah. But it, yeah. it just it, I just it just saddens me every time. I just don't understand why we can't get past that. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's a shame. And, and like I said, I mean, and Leeds should have won that game. There's no question. I right. Mean, they, they, they they had enough chances. I think they had 25 shots in the game to 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 win that. I mean, they should have won it comfortably. To give credit to Arsenal, at least they hung on for a point. But, you know, it was definitely a point drop for, for uh, two points drop for Leeds for sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about uh, the uh, U.S. team uh, because yeah. they played a couple of games. Let's. Uh, I've got a jingle for that. Oh, nice. In this country, we call it soccer partner. <laughs> So we had two that games. That still makes me laugh. That yeah. still makes me laugh. We had uh, USA uh, uh, versus Wales and also mm-hmm. against Panama. Yeah. And I watched both games. Great. And I got to say, these young guys are looking like we might have something here. What do you think? I tell you, I tell you what, I think you're right. It was exciting. Um, you know, obviously a draw against Wales, but what was nice about it was they controlled the game. You know, right. they, they they were the ones making all of the headway. They were the ones dealing with all of the movement forward. They were the ones controlling the game. That was really exciting. And then when it went to Panama, although they went down early yeah. to score six goals, that's great. I mean, anytime you score six goals in an international game, is fantastic. And the players, you know, I'm looking at the, the group of 23 players that they took Primarily, these were all the European-based players, right? Um, because the, obviously the two games were in Europe, um, and there was, I think, one player or maybe a couple from some of the MLS teams that were already knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, that was Sebastian Legette, who was with Galaxy. But I, I'm just excited for because of the ages and who they're playing with. You look at some of these plays, Zach Steffen, he's the backup at Man City, goalkeeper. Yep. But still, that's great. So, Genio Dest, that's at Barcelona. You've got Anthony he looks, Robinson. He looks really good. Fantastic player. I mean, he's just legit, legitimately good. Anthony Robinson, who's starting as a left back for Fulham. Um, so, you've got him now. And you've got John Brooks, who's with Wolfsburg, a good center back. Right. Tyler Adams at Leipzig. 
Wes McKinney at Juventus. And he um, looks like he's really improved in his uh, couple of months there. I mean, he when he was at Schalke, I used to watch him uh, yeah. pretty regularly. He did not have the ball control that he has now. I don't know what happened. He got hit by lightning in Italy or something, <laughs> but uh, yeah. he looks fantastic now. Yeah, looking great. I mean, that midfield's looking good. And then forward-wise, you've got uh, young Giovanna Reina, who's playing with Dortmund, yeah. kind of following in Pulisic's his foot, foot, uh, I think he's the best of the bunch. Reina's the yeah. best of the bunch. Yeah, I mean, so you've got, you've got some legitimately good young players that are now able to break through, being given chances, and uh, really exciting, really exciting to see. And again, you're still missing, you know, Pulisic and a couple yeah. of other players that were injured. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm liking the way things are moving. So give, and Panama uh, give, is a team that, uh, you know, they may not be a powerhouse, but they did make the last World Cup over the United States. Right, right. They're always a team that we've kind of somewhat struggled against. It's always been close games and, you know, sometimes we'll win, sometimes we'll lose. So to give them some credit here, it was a convincing win, and that's what we want to see. Those are the types of games that we want to see them, them win convincingly and with such a young group. Exciting stuff. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Take it away, Adam. Illinois Youth Soccer is a nonprofit organization proudly serving Illinois since 1975. As an official charter member of U.S. soccer and U.S. youth soccer, it provides state-leading coaching education, player development in the form of statewide competitions, as well as the Olympic development program. Illinois Youth Soccer is proud to give all players opportunities to play to their potential. And we'll be finding out what's happening in the air in their offices uh, coming up uh, in this next section. But it's time for us to take a break, and we'll be right back. I'm Kimmy. I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. And on this week's episode of And Friends, we give thanks to everyone. And talk about some foods that make you horny. How high are the suicide rates near you? Find out at 11. It's going to be all that and more. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Minutia Men with... With Rick and Dave. I was listening to Ann Friends. I heard them using our Florida jingle, the jingle that you can't find. Uh, Sam was here in my house. <laughs> he stole of... the jingle. It's possible, isn't it? Those motherless f- have stolen <laughs> their jingle and now we can't use it. You know, I would just like to say that I did not call them motherless f- or accuse them of stealing anything because I still need Samuel occasionally to come help me with my audio equipment. So, well, I'm sure that'll be broadcast on the next and friends. And we're back. Lots of good games coming up this weekend. It's time to give you our picks. Rick and Adam. Rick and Adam. Rick and Adam pick the scores. All right. We've got Everton at home versus Leeds this weekend. Yeah, this should be a pretty good game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, Leeds is obviously coming off a, a, a close one in terms of the draw with Arsenal, but we're definitely the better of the team. Everton, uh, again, been a bit up and down recently, uh, but I'm going to go with an away win. I think Leeds just might have a bit too much offensively, so I'm going to go with a, a close one, but I'm going to go with a 3-2 win for Leeds. Okay, I've got Everton winning it 2-0. Okay. All right, we got Southampton, who's in fifth place uh, mm. against uh, Man U. Uh, yeah. What do you think about this one? 
Yeah, I think Man United again. So incons—they're consistently inconsistent. You just <laughs> have no idea what team's going to show up. I don't think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer knows what's going to turn up. But Southampton's been pretty solid. Obviously, got the draw on the weekend, but uh, I, I, and I know Man United have always struggled to down in Southampton back in the old old days. They played at a stadium called the Dell. I was with the name of Southampton's old stadium, and I always remember Man United. They always had to wear their different colored kits because red and white. They'd always come up with these crazy uniforms that they would come up with, and they. I don't know if you see Man United's third kit. It's like a black and white yeah. one. It's kind of. It's yeah. It's pretty yeah. awful. It's anyway. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so. If they wear that kit, I'm going to say they're not going to do too well. So I'm going to go with a 2-1 Southampton win. That's what I picked also. There you uh, go. You've got – now this one is going to be something. we get Chelsea at home against top of the table, uh, Tottenham with former coach Jose Mourinho. Yes. How, how many champions did he win? Uh, how many championships did he win with uh, Chelsea? He won three, I believe, three yes. or four. Yeah, so we won six. We've won six in the last few years. Yeah, yeah he so. won three because remember last year or a couple of years ago, he was on the sidelines holding up the three fingers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Just think if we were there this time this year, we could have been watching this game. Wouldn't I know. that have been pretty good? Yeah. That yeah. would have been pretty good. Last year at this time, Adam and I were at Chelsea uh, yeah. We spent the whole week there. We saw them play against West Ham, which wasn't quite yeah. as exciting as it would have been to see this game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this would have been a great game to watch. So, um, But, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to watch it. It should be a good game. Chelsea-Tottenham. Don't see anything other than Chelsea victory, I'm afraid. So I'm going with a 2-1 Chelsea win. And I'm going with a 2-1 Tottenham win. Oh. Yeah. All right, we've got Arsenal at home against Wolves. Yeah, Arsenal struggling. I think they're having to figure things out this week. Wolves, again, not not playing as well as what they have recently. So I think this has got a score draw written all over it. So I'm going to go Arsenal 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1. I've got 0-0, zero, zero, uh, nil, okay. nil for that one. Yeah. i got West Ham at home against Aston Villa. Yeah, it's the Clarets versus the Clarets. That's right. So, so you've got a lot of Claret in this game. So West Ham um, doing okay. I mean, again, yeah. dealing yeah. There, they're, they're right there. And then Villa, yeah, very respectable considering they've kind of been down at the bottom of the last few years. And, and Villa's obviously, you know, a, a much improved team from last year. Yep. And again, I, I think, again, I, I'm looking at a score draw. I'm, I'm going with a 1-1 draw as well. Okay, I've got West Ham winning it two to one, mm. just to irritate our Villa fans. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, which is you know, I just like to do that. Um, and now it's time to find out what is happening here uh, in Chicago. And I'm slowly looking for. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. There it is. And now the latest Chicago area soccer news. Soccer news, soccer news. with Coach Adam. Coach Adam. Okay, what's happening over at the uh, Illinois Youth Soccer Association? Yeah, so obviously we're dealing with some kind of new mitigation, obviously changes in terms of what we can and cannot do. We we was able to get some get some things started with our Olympic development program. Uh, uh, last weekend, uh, but unfortunately, we're going to be on a little temporary hold until things kind of obviously get a bit better with COVID. So right. we'll continue to monitor that situation. Um, but in the meantime, what's been kind of nice is we've got 
quite a few people contact me from a coaching education standpoint. They've got a little bit of free time. Hey, can I sign up for a course? <laughs> sure, no problem. So we're filling up pretty quickly on, on some of the de-licensed courses that we're doing, starting the C-license as well. So it's a lot of stuff, a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of, lot of time in front of the computer, but that's okay. Um, make sure we're staying safe. And then next week on Wednesday, December the 2nd, We'll do our annual coach connection. This is our quarterly meeting, the last one for the year. Uh, we'll have some special guests coming in, still working on all of those guests. So we'll send out an announcement to all of our members this week. And hopefully people can jump on that Zoom call again virtually from 10 a.m. on Wednesday, December the 2nd, the coach connection. We'll have some special guests and some information as to what's going on in Illinois youth soccer. And virtual donuts. Yes, Right. Virtual donuts, virtual coffee. Exactly. Yeah. That was the only way you ever got me to any of those meetings. And then, <laughs> but, uh, so be sure to get your, your donuts and eat them at home. In the meantime, we're going to do this. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay, I've already warned you. Oh, great. <laughs> he really hates this bit. <laughs> I do. But this one is... Uh, is really hard. <laughs> so let's see, let's see how you do. Um, and just so you know, the 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 person that I ask for the names is is my son Sean, um, oh, because great. you know I just kind of run out of them. So I'll I'll go up to him on Mondays and I'll say, "Hey, give me a name." And this one was yeah. from him. Okay. All right. <clears throat> He's twenty six years old, and he plays center back. So I'll give you his his position right away. All right. All right. He plays for a European national team, but it's not England. Hmm. Okay. Last season, he was the only center back in the Premier League who wasn't dribbled by a single time. Wow. Which is pretty impressive. All right, so he's a, he's a good center back. Yeah. Before coming to his current club, he played professionally in Sweden and Portugal. And one of those countries is his home country. Okay. So would he play with Wolves and they have a strong... Um... No, doesn't play with Wolves. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not Portugal. It's the other one. <laughs> uh, when he was home in Sweden in okay. August, he saw a 90-year-old woman being attacked and chased down the perpetrator and held him until the police arrived. So he's a off-the-field hero as well. Yes, I, I remember this story. Uh-huh. I do remember this story, yes. Yeah, he was he was there. It was almost like a, a situation where he kind of threw a can at them to stop them from coming down, stopping, stopping the people from uh, getting getting the, the robbery going. So yes. I, think I'm, I think I remember this. Okay. So I think... I think I'm going to have a, a go at this. Is it Hoiberg from Tottenham? Oh, so close. No, it's not. Uh, this this man plays Manchester. Okay. His jersey color is red. His first name is Victor. His last name has an umlaut. <laughs> <laughs> Umlaut. I'm trying to think. What the heck is that? <laughs> That's the two but, dots over the vowel. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. It's like okay. Okay, that makes sense. So he's he plays for Manchester City. Yep, he's a Manchester City so, center back. His name he's is Victor. Victor 
First yeah. name is Victor. Yep, his last and- name starts with an L. <laughs> I can't, I'm going to tell you, this one is so hard that I feel guilty even doing it because I would not have gotten this either. Um, so I'm just going to tell it to you, okay? Okay. Uh, it's uh, Victor Lindelof. Yes, okay, sure, yeah. So he's okay. your hero. He's the one you saw this in the news. Uh, you just got your yeah. your yeah yes your foreign thinking, center backs mixed up. So yeah, he's <laughs> and I was thinking Manchester City, but he's actually with Manchester United. So yeah, That's that right. makes sense. Yeah. So for, for whatever reason, I'm thinking of Manchester City players with off in it, and I'm like, uh, that's there's nobody there. So well, I I'll be sense. I'll be shocked if someone calls to say they got it over you. So that, I'm I am this is the last one I'm going to ask Sean for help with. <laughs> From now on, <laughs> I will take it back up on myself again. Yeah, uh, it's it's right. just my little Thanksgiving present to you. To, I appreciate uh, <laughs> it. Yeah, I appreciate the frustration, and that's great. As as all these people will listen, that's good. All right, so it's a Thanksgiving weekend, so we need this. Uh, we need this. Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All right. So lots of games. What's yeah, the one that it, we have to watch? Well, obviously, we're, we we focus on the Premier League, but obviously we're here in the United States. So we have to give out shouts out to U.S. games going on. And so there's U.S. soccer. Um, if you go to their website, they actually have a cool little thing. You can actually put – there's a calendar and you can link it to your phone and you can see when the U.S. plays. And actually, the women's team are playing this week. Oh, great. And it's actually a pretty a decent game. So this is not my TV pick, but I would definitely watch it. It's on Friday. They play Holland. So it could be a, um, a precursor to maybe World Cups, Olympic finals, that kind of stuff. So right. they play – play in that game so you know obviously we saw the men's team they they're starting to improve which is great the women's team hopefully will do the same so we'll see how that goes but i mean there's really only one game to watch and it's going to be uh, the big one and that's going to be on sunday uh-huh. chelsea versus spurs 10 30 kickoff should be an absolute cracker of a match it's a cracker. Really excited to watch really excited to watch this one so i'll have my bacon sandwiches ready next to me ready to watch that one what uh, what channel did you say it was on? I believe it's going to be on NBC, but again, they yeah, um, they, switch they always it switch it. They yep. switch it around, Peacock, NBC, and sometimes they don't release it until later in the week. But uh-huh. I would expect this one to be on NBC on the main on the main channel, just because it's it's really right now probably the biggest game of the year. Yeah, got to put it on so the big far. bird. Gotta yes, put it on the big bird. Okay. Well, that's uh, something worth checking out. And by the way, Free Kicks is now brought to you by Green White Soccer Club, which has 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White, a community not-for-profit club providing soccer for kids of all ages in and around the Mount Prospect area, led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edwards. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org for more information. And be sure to tell people about this show. You've got you've to listen to it. Tell a friend to listen to us on Spotify. You can go to opishows.com, wherever you find podcasts. You can search for Radio Misfits. Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H, shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, Radio Misfits. Dot com and we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. 
Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, the fascinating possibilities that could have reimagined checker cabs, plus a very cool VW single cab transporter. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm going to show you my doodle. Can you see my doodle from where you no. are? You know who else would? Walter Jacobson would doodle. Yeah. And his doodle one day was close to my doodle. <laughs> he, uh, so you've seen his doodle? Sure. Uh, he's seen your doodle. He's seen my doodle more than one day. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Back to you, an Opie show only on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com If you missed Lausano or Lausano and friends, here's what you missed. 140 frozen turkeys were stolen from an <laughs> Illinois market. Uh, I can't imagine stealing $2,000 worth of frozen turkeys. Maybe it's like the Thanksgiving Robin Hood. He's stealing <laughs> He's the turkeys stealing to, to give to the turkeys. It's, it's oh, hard right. enough to handle one frozen turkey. <laughs> right. Here's the Thanksgiving. Let's give Jesse White a plug right now. Oh, yeah. Our oh, guy. Man. He, most people, I bet, in this room don't know this. Of all the different things about him we don't know. Yeah. He will have collected... And delivered 10,000 turkeys Yeah, by Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe and personally direct it all himself. He, personally direct it all. He'll, be, he'll start at 5 in the morning yeah. and end at 10 at night. That's and he's crazy. done it for 25 years. I had him on my old TV show very early on. And, went, and we had him with the Jesse White Tumblers. And I watched him. He set everything out, out, uh, up with the, the kids. He is always hands-on. He's always there. So I find him to be a, an amazing, amazing. man. And very one. lively. While talking, Jesse White called. <laughs> and he did. I showed you. Yeah. He was calling. I said, should I take it? And so he just said that it's 50 years, 15,000 turkey snaps. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> and then he called just to make yeah. sure. I said, I can't talk. I'm on the radio. <laughs> radio Misfits. Get more. Lausano and Friends. Lausano. Now on Lausano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lausano or whatever it's called.